0: Welcome back to another episode of Pewology. This is the show where the people in the pews get the way in. We're in the middle of a series we're calling Jailbirds. The Jailbirds. And we're talking about incarceration. The jailbirds. Uh-huh. So we had how's, how's, how's my girl Brooke doing? Um, hold it down? I haven't spoken to her and we gotta get her back. Yeah, yeah. That was crazy. Her story was nuts. Yeah. That was fun. We had a lot of fun. Yeah, women's jailers. That was just like a snippet of like. I know. I feel yeah. like she's got some more to tell too. <laughs> she's got the stories. Yeah. That was a crazy one. Um, yeah. I'm on part three with Dave. His story is no Yeah, yeah. I, I, heard,
1: I saw the one. The first one. I yeah. Didn't, I didn't hear the second one yet. Next
0: one. Second one is him running drugs into the prison, yeah. and then the third one is. He was on like a high-speed chase and ended up on the news, uh, wrecked him Lockheed Martin, shots fired. Oh, no. oh, what? Oh, yeah. yeah that's crazy. Correct. Yeah. All right, so here we go. Here we go. How many times have you been arrested? Oh, uh,
2: innumerable. Really? Yeah. More than 10? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You're You're a pro. Not really, I'm very well, a very horrible sucks. criminal. Yeah. I, I try like, hard. Like you're not a pro, whenever you get arrested. you got arrested, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you got arrested yeah. that means you yeah. suck, yeah. You suck yeah. at this. Yeah. Yeah. You suck He's at this. Horrible that. criminal, I found oh that out. Oh my gosh. You know. First time you get arrested, how old yeah. were you? Uh, so first time I was ever detained was probably 13. Oh, so um, you started
0: young. You yeah. were this is juvie stuff. This so, is like not even real juvie
2: Right. So I left the house at eleven.
0: Now, eleven? Yeah. Now, now,
2: Where are you going at eleven, dude? Bouncing around, running yeah. yeah. At eleven. Yeah, and I kept it up till fifteen. My dad found me at my buddy's parents' house. He didn't even live there. What's going on at home that you got? You you run away at 11. I do a good Christian house, bro. Really? Yeah. That was up in Boston? Yeah. 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 My dad had gotten sober. He'd been sober for many years. Got remarried, had children, got real active in the Christian church. I did for a little bit, and then I was just like, this is not it. I can't do this. And I just dipped. At 11 off the rails? Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: Was it like influences? Do you look back and you say, the group I was
2: running with, the people I was I around? I didn't even have people. Like I, I just, had friends, but no, it wasn't like... Uh, there wasn't somebody that was like a toxic... Yeah, I didn't communicate it with anybody. Nobody was telling me you got to get out of there. It was this. My mom was just telling me, you're, you're messing them up. You can't do what they do. You got to go, you know? They're, they're having babies. They're doing good. Did Let's you feel like an it. outsider? Yeah, I felt like, you know, like... Mainly, I just can't do this. I can't do what they're doing. I don't want to do this. Mm. You know, Um, and that's a wild to be able to verbalize that or
0: sense that and be able to put that even now in retrospect. In terms for an 11 year old, heavy. And I have
2: memories that I like. I don't even know how accurate they are. Like I, ooh, you
0: even question your own memories at that point because they're so crazy.
2: Yeah. So I have like this clear memory of my my stepmom, who was my dad's second wife, had just had a baby girl. And, and this was my excuse for going. Is she had said to him, You love your son more than you love me. If this is going to persist, somebody's got to go. Like, that And probably, you heard it, but you heard it. Yeah, it probably didn't happen, right? Because, like, how sick of a human being do you have to do to, like, make that proposition? Right. But that was my. That was like, your
0: interpretation? Correct. You know? Or at least the way and you th- thought about it or heard it. It
2: happened today. And I told that story with conviction for a long time. Right. You know? And um, so this particular event, uh, I went to Hemp Fest in Boston. That was a big thing. You know, they're selling bowls, and I bought this little car bowl. At 11? Yeah, dude. Yeah, the whole downtown. You're selling a bowl <laughs> yeah. to an 11-year-old? Yeah, yeah. yeah. downtown. Shows how grown yeah. he was. Boston Commons. Uh, how old did you look at 11? <laughs> I was a baby, dude. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, no, I was about thirteen at this point. Okay. You know. mm-hmm. So I went to Hempfest and and bought this little stone car bowl, mm. piece of crap, not a good pipe, but it was cool. You know, yeah. we got it there. Had this weed that I bought from this dude named Worm. You know, uh, which is the best guy the that I weed from. Was so good. Worm. And and and, Worm. And, did, and it was like yeah, you get that I, I got stuff. right into it. You know, <laughs> finding the guy, getting the good stuff, getting at reasonable prices so I could make money. But anyways, I got me and a couple guys. And we're sitting on this seawall in, in Beverly, Mass overlooking the ocean, passing the bowl, and it's, it's a lighthouse, you know? So there's this little cul-de-sac and rarely people come there, but they do. And we're sitting on the wall and this wagon pulls up, paid no attention whatsoever. Well, I drop the bowl and it's like a 30 foot drop, right? So I go down from the wall get the bowl, and when I come back up, the guys in the car were cops waiting for me. Oh, wow. And I was like, you just let me climb down a 30-foot wall? We thought you dropped the weed. I said, no, man, I dropped the, ball, the bowl. And my dad had to come get me. He hadn't seen me in two years, had to come get me. You've been
0: out on the street for two years?
2: Yeah, had to come get me and, and try to bring me home. You know, wow. They give you all this stuff that you're supposed to do. And I was out the next day back at it. Don't even spend one night at the house.
0: What was the relationship? It I, I I blows my mind. Yeah. What's the relationship like with your dad, though?
2: So Was he just like in give up mug uh, with you? Was or he was he just like, man? So, so prior to that, my mom had moved down here in 86. Mm. So this is probably 1992, 93, something like that. Um, you know, that all of this is going on. Do great. You know, like interested in my life, helped me, you know, helped me on Sundays with my paper out. Um, You know, was interested in the sports cards that I was collecting, coins, like decent, decent dude, good dad. I loved him. I felt like we were friends, like really good relationship. Crazy, crazy, crazy that my mind could trick me into thinking that I couldn't, shouldn't be here. You gotta go. Wow.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. So that's the first time you ever had an encounter with the police? Yep.
2: 13. And then it was a long time. And, um. Was it scary? When the, when the, when the first- you No, know, encounter- I wasn't. I, I was, I was really brawlic. I was just like, oh, whatever, you caught me, let's go, you know? Really? Wasn't, Pretty you know, divine. I, yeah, I was more, more afraid of embarrassing my dad, I think, when my dad showed up and just a look on his face, like, you know, that was the crushing yeah. blow being found out, being in trouble. I had already been in trouble a lot. Is that like seeing him you know hey? It's like down. a hide
1: and seek kind of thing almost. Like Yeah. Dude. <laughs> yeah we're still playing we're still kids and like I, I kinda I can relate to that. Yeah. You know yeah. like Yeah. I did that like like start
0: the cat and mouse uh game with the police for you? Or did nope. or no? So still?
2: I I went this the way the way it went is I would have long periods where I wouldn't be in any trouble. I always felt like I was in trouble. I was running, but, and then I would have, you know, chunks of time where I just couldn't stay out of their way. Just, you know, lots of drunk, stupid stuff, lots of big ticket items that are somehow, you know, evaded or, you know, didn't have to pay the price, Um, but it was always in small pockets with, with spans in between, you know, so I didn't get arrested again until I was 18. Wow.
0: Okay, so first encounter with their at 13, not arrested again until 18, but now you're 18 and you're an adult. Yeah. Do they take you to like real jail? Oh yeah. Yeah. How was that? Now that had to be like even at 18, you had to be pretty that
2: has to be pretty nervous. So I was whacked out. I actually got arrested at CyberZone on Lee Road. Oh, so you're here now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my dad found me at 15. Encouraged me to say, hey, like, obviously this isn't working. Why don't mm-hmm. you go try to go back to Florida and stay with your mom? I came here at 7. She tried her hardest till I was 11. They gave me the opportunity to go up there. He found me at 15. I came back. Same thing. Stayed at the house. A couple weeks enrolled in school, you know, made the basketball team coach Mac get the sneakers, you know, kind of looking like you're going to do well and then just gone. You know what I mean? Took like a, a blanket, you know. Found found a group. Now I got literally ran away. Oh yeah! Now I got older friends that have their own places, and and it's because you're in a high school now. House. It's a crash house, yeah. you know. And no, and they're old. They're you know they're in their twenties. <laughs> like, you know they're, they're legal. legal. <laughs> they're old. Yeah, they're legal. old. <laughs> yeah, they're old. The, what's they're for they're us. Buy alcohol, yeah. You know. And um, how'd you, you know, meet these people? Don't even know. You just they, I seem to find them. You know, just regular St. Cloud. You know, people just. Yeah. You know, when you're you're looking for what I'm looking for, and so
1: you, you just tend to
0: find it. <laughs> Do you drop out of school? immediately. Immediately drop out of school. Immediately run away from your mom. Yeah. Living with another group now. Yeah. Wow what is it about is it just the free the sense of freedom like this false reality of freedom i think
2: think i'm a man i think i'm self-sufficient i think i'm doing what i want to do feeling how i want to feel you know we're doing crazy stuff i like that excitement um you know i think that's what i want to do with my life you know i don't even know what life is i don't even you know what i mean it's crazy i look back on it now and like i even see like you know obvious kid it's like He thinks he's horrible. Not not that he thinks he's horrible, but he, you know, you you always want the best for your kid. Sure. And I look at him and be like, dude, you, you know, you would you would have died if you were (laughs) trying to raise me. You know what I mean? (laughs) Um,
1: It's like, oh, he's obviously like, oh, he want to be an artist. (laughs) It's like, what? But come on, man, do the family business. I do real estate. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'm letting him do this little art thing for for now. Like, oh, uh, my
2: buddy! My buddy John's got a, a daughter, you know, a stepdaughter, yeah. just graduated high school, and I've been closer with her over the past few years, mm-hmm. like crazy. And she's so good and so well adjusted, and yeah. and just naturally good, right? Yeah. Not she she yeah. she wants to do something with herself, you yeah. know. She's not going with the crowd or trying to be okay. cool, and and I don't know what that's like. I never had that <laughs> experience, you know. When you when you get
0: arrested at eighteen, how many? I just just one overnight in jail, just a pass through. No, or? so so
2: I spent. Yeah, I think it was a short time. So I was living with this kid Pat in a little trailer, like you know, off of one ninety two here, like a real bad spot. And we're already you know squirting dope, like yeah. bad, you know, at young six, 16 starting, you know, yeah. um, and he's actually got accosted by the cops. He had the thirty seven pills on him. I thought I was going to go over there and. You know explain the misunderstanding we both get arrested mm. he gets out he gets me out and we we land back in his house and it was you know overnight but you get paper yeah. and and uh and now it's begun yep and so i meet this girl she's in dr phillips high living with her parents hard-working american people they got this knucklehead staying in her bedroom all day while well, she's at school. How did you work that out? Dude, I don't, like... Where most, do you find these people? Most of the stuff that has... So so that's actually hilarious. So Pat was actually dating this girl, Misty, you know. Okay. and And then that didn't work out and then we just ran off together, you know? Yeah. Um But
0: the parents are cool with you just like chilling. They can't
2: be at all. You know what I mean? At all. But they're allowing it, right? Like Uh, that's enough uh, for a guy like me. If you don't like make a point blank declaration that, hey, this can't happen. Like if you don't say no, you're (laughs) saying yes. (laughs) Right. Oh yeah. And and did and and that went on for a long time and and but, you know, and so I ended up uh getting in trouble again while I was on probation and that's the first point where I didn't have anybody to call, right? Mm. Um it took like uh a hundred and twenty days. So violation of probation. Yep. Okay. It took a hundred and so there's no, you know, no, you're not no, getting no, yeah. bar no nothing. No, no, no yeah. PR, nothing. hundred and twenty days to get to court and I'm eighteen years old still and they offer me six months, right? Or 180 days, or I'm sorry, 18 months of probation. But I'm so sick from being away from this girl for three months, right? I can't stick out the other, or four months. I can't stick out two more months. I take the paper and I go to her, back to her house. You know, I've asked this to everybody I've interviewed.
0: You're like the 10th person I've interviewed and i i always ask i say looking back should you have just done the time oh, taking the probation I, I, the yeah. and everybody I says i should have took the time no 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 i knew I that <laughs> yeah yeah
2: i knew that i had talked to people i knew people that was just a given right yeah. that was like just you, do the time you don't even think about it you yeah. just lay down do yeah. the time yeah but nah i couldn't do it
1: couldn't, uh, yeah and you would have had like a good time from like doing trustees you would have been out in a month. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: was wasn't even a consideration. You're you let me out the today? Hours yeah, to get to write that Gone. girl. Yeah, yeah,
0: girls will mess you up. Yeah. So you take the probation. Yep. You take eighteen months. How how much longer to you uh, violate?
1: Probably a, probably a month. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe weeks. He's <laughs> not even out a month. Yeah. Come on, I, it's it's out like, a couple I weeks. He's yeah. just like us. Well, yeah.
2: And so so then I catch a, a big one. So I end up leaving that girl. I'm still together with yeah. her, but I'm not going there anymore. Right. I'm hanging out with this new group of people doing a bunch of meth. Yeah, okay. And, Good uh, times. Yeah. yeah. And so I end up somehow back in, in an apartment in Kissimmee with like eight people living in this thing, just, just a rack, right? And, Are you um, working? You had a job at the time? No, dude, I've never had a job. <laughs> I, I I got a job when I first got arrested. Job? That's right? great. Yeah, yeah. Like, what? I first got arrested, and this What's is that? the same kid who who at eleven years old had a paper route, who was collecting cards, who had caddied from from his as you know his, yeah. as soon as I was big enough to carry a bag, like I knew about from work like, and rocks. making money, and yeah, dude, yeah, <laughs> like had purpose. I had you know done some things. Yeah. And and now a job is the furthest thing. So I get this job dishwashing at Cracker Barrel. Mm. Another vivid memory. Not
0: an easy, not an easy place to dishware. A lot of egg, a lot of syrup right. at Cracker Barrel.
2: And 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 like my own, I re- I remember it being a horrible job. Right. But the most vivid memory I have of this guy, you know, they make they make the coleslaw. Yeah. In these yeah giant tubs. Okay. And I just remember this guy like catches my eye, basically gives me the watch this sign, and he takes a huge lip a dip out of his mouth and slings it in the coleslaw and it just starts mixing it up. Oh. Uh, like, I cannot even look at coleslaw to this day. Like, oh, you're like, <laughs> my God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. are yeah. like, oh, why don't you eat coleslaw? It's so good. I'm like, I'm good. i don't like those boys <laughs> <words laughs> because I don't want to turn
0: right. it into one of those goraphobes yeah. that can't eat out. Yep. I love eating. Right, yep. Yeah,
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. I just accept it. Hair in my food? But oh yeah, now it. <laughs> yeah, move it. Just move know, it out of the oh, way. I
2: don't return anything. God, like move on.
0: Gotta,
1: okay, so you're
2: you're at Cracker Barrel. <laughs> so so no, that 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 was early on. But that you asked about jobs, yeah. that was the only thing. But now I'm in this house in Kissimmee, okay. and and you know doing doing a bunch of stuff. Okay. You know, a bunch of drugs and and just wasted all the time. Well, there's this girl. Okay. And, it's uh, yep, there was a right. Girl. Of course, right. That's, that's the opening line to all good stories.
0: <laughs> Every and, guy, there was a chick. She
2: tells girl. me about this friend that she has that has a bunch of drugs and a bunch of money in a, in a motel room in Kissimmee here. And so I go up. I had, um, one of my big brothers in this area put me onto this guy who was very, very good to me, took good care of me. Great stuff, reasonable, like, you know, he was my dealer, but my friend, but like, you know, mm-hmm. just a good plug. And so I told him what was going the on the opportunity. Right. This guy gave me two guns, ski mask, hoodie, gloves, the, the whole deal. deal. And got I don't I never had a driver's license. I'm 18 years old, never had a driver's license, never, nothing, nothing. So get driven down. This girl Gets the door open because they know her, and it's supposed to be one or two guys in there. And it ends up being six guys in this room, and end up laying them all down, feverishly searching for the stuff and find almost nothing. Take everything: their jewelry, their phones, their keys, everything. Six dudes. Mm-hmm. Right, and you're trying
0: to okay. First of all, okay, hold on. and they I up. want to mentally picture this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's six. It's like, dudes. like a
2: Tarantino film, bro. Okay. (laughs) But there's six dudes in one hotel room. Yeah. What are they doing? Wasted, okay. Yeah, wasted. It can't her. be
0: that nice of a hotel
2: room. No, no, it's a motel. It's crap. It's a trash, trash. It's a yeah. trash hotel yeah, yeah, yeah. room. Yeah, six dudes. Yeah. So it's
0: crap. And like you have to get in there, but to control the room, it's a tight room, right? So you got to get them all down.
1: Correct. Well, and kinda, you know, you're, and you're waving a gun around. It's mm-hmm. not that hard when they're doped out. Yeah, they're yeah. Whoa, like, oh, whoa, whoa.
2: You know.
0: Yeah. But still, it's six dudes. So you telling me somebody ain't got the balls to be like, I think
2: we good. Uh, rush this yeah, guy. Yeah, let's rush this guy. And and I'm dumb enough. I would have pulled the trigger. Like when when I took that gun i said listen if this goes down this goes down it's it's no safety in play like finger is on the trigger like i'm ready to die for this that's
0: crazy. but i mean let's stop though right like like the fact that you're 18 and things have gotten that have escalated that quickly to the point where you've mentally said i've got a gun the safety's off if i got to do what i got to do i'll do it but we're going to go rob these dudes tonight yeah. That's wild, man.
2: And I'm out of my mind. I'm on all kinds of things. They're in just as bad condition or worse. So it wasn't like you walked in a biker bar or something. You know what I mean? Like eh, this is no heroic story, right? Yeah, was, yeah. This is, is a like disaster. Fish in a barrel, and, <laughs> and it could have went very, very poorly the other way. Do you look
0: back and think to yourself? There was, there was some protection there.
2: There's the Lord was oh, like intervening 100%. there. 100%. Really? Do you look oh back with some grace dude, on that? Absolutely, oh bro. There's no way. And, and it only gets more powerful, right? <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, just the fact that, that I didn't kill somebody, that I survived, right? Right. Um, is, is enough evidence, right? But it gets even greater than that. So. You know, and I guess it's important that I tell the whole thing because there's some stuff, right, you know, we have this amends process and recovery and there's some stuff like you may just never get the opportunity to make right? right, you know, and because I'm not finding what I'm told there should be to be found. Um, and this one particular guy is just so out of his mind. I'm asking her, like, who's which one of these guys has got it? Right. She points him out. I make this guy strip in front of his friends, butt naked, lift his balls, cough and bend and cough the whole deal, bro. Right in the middle of the room, like, that's some. Yeah, that's messed up stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> Dude, it, <laughs> they're already there, they're already blown through it. Yeah, bro. Almost nothing. Like you, yeah. you would have been better off breaking into an, an empty house and you'd have got more out yeah. of that. It was yeah. it was pathetic. Yeah. Um so we now you've risked your
0: whole life for
2: nothing. Baby. Everything. Freedom. Like this is, and, and the thing that I don't think about is this is a, it's not a capital crime, but it's a, a, a felony one, right? It's yeah. punishable by life, potentially, you yeah. know, a home invasion robbery, armed, occupied dwelling. Like that's a serious charge. Yeah,
0: you're not messing around.
2: And so, and, but I'm not thinking, right? I'm not going in thinking I'm a badass. Like, I have nothing to lose. I have opportunity and I have means. Like, it just happens. There's no thought, right I look back and like, dude, you couldn't have thought about any of this at any point, right? Any one of those things, you'd have been like, eh. This is crazy. Maybe somebody else, You're right? not thinking
0: risk reward at all. You're just yeah. thinking, I'm never getting caught.
2: Yeah. And I'm not the guy that like you go get to do the crazy thing. I'm usually the guy that's smart enough to, okay, that's dumb. Let's get this guy to do it. Right know what right. I mean? But I'm now this guy, and nobody's boosting nobody, me up. Nobody stopped. Yeah, yeah. They're not trying to stop me. They're not trying to even get me to do it. It's just like, we're doing this. Yeah. You know, absolutely insane. So then, naturally, just go back to this apartment, pass out, and I wake up. And I answer the door. And it's the police. Yeah. And they take me in. They take her in. And we go to the annex above the Orlando Police Department. If you look up on the seventh yeah. floor, I'm there's this about. orange band. Sure. And that's all F1 felons, murderers, rapists, robbers. And like in that moment, that's when it becomes real. real. Yeah. You're like, these people, they know they're not going anywhere. They know this is the end of the road. Right. And I'm there with them. And then that, that's when it's like, how did I get here? Wow. I'm not wow. this guy. So you go in
0: there, you're in holding, you're in holding to go to 33rd or you're in holding to go to that,
2: that is, that is it. <clears throat> you go from there, you go separately, only one transporter. Like you, you don't ever see county jail. That okay. is it. And then whatever prison camp you get sent to, mm-hmm. that is it. It's all real bars, concrete. Oh, so that's the crazy part, right? right? So, um, I went through medical. I know what the kid looks like. He has no idea because I'm masked E-mass, up. Ski mask, bro. They put both of us in medical at the same time, and I'm mortified. I'm thinking because I'm not thinking clearly. Like yeah. I know it's him. He's got to know it's me. And uh, thirty days later, they just let me go. And the guy says, "He says our only hope is that you guys go out there and kill each other, solve the problem." And and in that 30 days that I was in there, my mother somehow found out, I don't know that I called her. I don't think I did. I wasn't in the habit of calling my mom, right. but she showed up to visitation and you do visitation in a window like this, yeah. you know, little tiny window. Yeah. And the only thing that I could tell my mom is, don't bother, come see me anymore. I'm going to prison for the rest of my life, Oh wow! you know? And so how many ever days later I get out and I show right back up at my mom's house, like none of that ever happened. Like the, that, that when, okay, so when when you get released from this, yeah.
0: Do you think to yourself, whew, that was close. I'm
2: out," and then you go back to it? Yeah, for 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 a split second. So, you know, we, like, we, thank God, and I can go back to this. yeah, <laughs> and then go back to acting. <laughs> yeah. We we talk about direct but, hits, right? Yeah. You know, there are some direct hits where it just stops you in your tracks, mm-hmm. and you're like, "What am I doing?" Right. right.
0: But you have not bottomed up. This out.
2: should be a direct hit.
0: Yeah. yeah. No,
2: this is a near miss.
0: But it was a warning. It wasn't a hit yet. Yeah. Because yeah. truthfully, you'd have no real punishment.
2: When, when you almost die, but you don't die, yeah. Yeah. it's like, whoo. Thank God that's over. Yeah. You know, and, but you and, haven't
0: really lost anything yet. Correct. Right. You've lost a couple of nights. Yeah. And but I you haven't really
2: lost anything. And I haven't gained anything either. I don't have anything to lose. So, so it did sober me for a bit, right? From, right? from that point, I go back to mom's house. I do get a job. I get this concrete job, which I really enjoy. It's physical, get paid well, end up purchasing a vehicle. Wow. Yeah, dude. Get a license at 18, like. Things are looking really good in a short amount of time. My neighbor's driving me, you know, we're smoking weed on the way there, drinking on the job. Like, this is ideal. I'm like, oh, this is what I've been avoiding? This is adulthood? This is great. You know? And and at last... (laughs) Um. <laughs> like, man, what was I thinking? Booze,
0: <laughs> weed.
2: Yeah, working my ass. Well, off. actually, so I didn't even. I was gifted a car. My my stepdad had, and these are the things that I forget about. Right? You know, my stepdad and I. I want to say there's a tumultuous relationship, but there's not. This guy has done nothing but love me for thirty seven years, wow. and I've silently hated him and not given him a chance.
0: Why? Just because he's some other dude in your life? Well, the
2: the way that I see it today is, you know, when when we moved down here, um. It was pretty fresh. My parents divorced when I was four. When I was seven, it was me, my mom, this new husband, and a six-month-old boy. And both of them, I didn't want anything to do with. What I see now is just more people trying to take my mom's time away from me. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I would always I blame my mom to be a, a workaholic. I don't think she was. Right, uh, she was home. She cooked dinner. She. Had clean, you know, um, but that's it. I just I didn't want anything to do. But this guy gifted me this car, a 1988, you know, Cougar, nice little sports car, 5.0 yeah. high port, high output engine, like a nice car. Um, I actually totaled this vehicle. I want to say it's um, it's the the Tractor Supply. The parking lot
0: that
2: right so I got uh, a passenger in the thing I'm paying zero attention going through and, and it's one of the major intersections in the parking lot yeah. and this is way back track yeah. supply wasn't even there I go through the intersection, and this old couple T-bones me. Pushes the vehicle over, snaps the back wheel up. It lands pancakes on top of the wheel, and ends up totaling the car and actually getting like a decent chunk of money for it. And with that money and the money I earned, I get—I um, think it was a '93 uh, T-bird. Oh, yeah! Snap. So it was like a huge so, come-up.
0: So still, you've still somehow you're you've gotten out of this again. Yeah. And now you've actually Dude, even they, improved a little bit.
2: They got, yeah, their insurance paid. Like, it, it, the cops, it was horrific, I think, about it now. If it was my grandparents, like, I, I want to kill that little kid, yeah. you know? But it was like, again, God's grace, he's, yeah. he's like... Somehow, you're alive. Right, and, I'm not dead. And you're coming out smelling like a rose. Correct, yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> coming up to this thing. <laughs> no. And so...
1: I'm starting to think he's lucky. I'm telling you, man.
2: Dude, it. it okay. It's, and it's important to remember this stuff, right? Because this is the stuff I can't remember when I think I got a bad deal. Now, like my yeah. life is better than it's ever been, and it keeps getting better. And right. Any given day, I can wake up and be like, "Man, this ain't it." Yeah. My life sucks. God hates me. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Still, you struggle with that. Still.
2: Crazy. <laughs> you know? So absolutely wild. insane. A so while
0: considering all you put yeah. put put everybody through, yeah, yeah, including
2: yeah. yourself. Right okay yep so i get this to you now i I don't know if it's maybe a little too good but i can't do it anymore (laughs) stop going to work i start hanging out at this other place up by the high school doing tons of math and i remember this is another vivid memory where we're drinking which we rarely do because we're mainly doing stimulants right and uh It's summertime. We want to have a barbecue. There's absolutely no food in the house because we're meth heads. And I think, (laughs) right, I'll just drive down to my mom's house. She's got a freezer full of food, right? No call, nothing. Just showed up. Got drunk me, drunk buddy, drunk buddy's little brother, and we just drive down Nova Road and go pop in on mom. And I can't even imagine, right? My mom has loved me, wanted me in her life, just been super supportive,
0: and here you are.
2: Hooks me up with the food. It's it's raining a little bit, Nova Road. And I'm so elated with the, how well things are going. I start flushing, doing like 85 miles an hour down Nova Road. No, that was probably and, in my mind, I'm going to take that corner on the 192, like the bandit. right? <laughs> and so I lose traction almost immediately. I take out a massive sign. Right, it just splits the vehicle, oh, bends the frame, right, <laughs> blows out the little window in the back. I got my my buddy's little brother in the back. He lives through it. Oh, it it didn't. It was not that bad of an accident, right? But it it messed the car up pretty good, and now we're facing down Nova Road, but almost in the median between the two lanes, <sighs> east yeah. and west. Yeah, and the car. Rolls back into what was I think it was a Texaco back in the day, yep, that that's the exactly gas what station, about. right? Yeah, and then this kid that I knew from high school, mind you, I attended for like a couple weeks, right. sees me, does like a power slide around around the median, comes, and I couldn't get the car to start him. because I know I'm if I get caught, DUI, all kinds of. It was a cop. No, no, no. But I'm I'm afraid I'm gonna get arrested. So I yeah. just wanna start this car and get out. This kid pulls up, tells me, pop the trunk, pushes something, boom, the car starts up, and I just drive this car to the house and we go have a barbecue like nothing happened, dude. And then I continue to drive this car around, trash bags, duct tape, <laughs> driving the car, you know, with the wobble. It's got a <laughs> fold in the <laughs> behind the, the door, like just Clearly just a mess. And um I remember having that car. Uh I had I linked up with these guys in Polk County who could get, you know, large supplies of the stuff that we wanted. And and this kid tells me about another genius idea. He's got this guy up in Georgia, and um he wants to buy some stuff. And and I was known to to get some stuff. And uh so we make a plan. I can't really come up with it, but we're gonna give him a bunch of fake stuff. But I end up having like a softball of meth, uh, like a thousand Xanax, and he wants five hundred ecstasy. So I tell the kid, "Don't worry about it. I know what to get." And we we drive up to Georgia in his roommate's car, stop at a CVS. Get, uh, I think it's, uh, Unisom. Okay. And, uh, Etcetera. Yeah. Right? I already got these are Smurfs and these are yeah. E's, right? Mm-hmm. You know, just some dumb, just cockamamie stuff that wouldn't fly anywhere. But yeah. in my mind, this is going to work. work perfectly. It's going to work. And so we get up there and the, the kid that we're supposed to meet, he's just as shot out as we are, if not more. And, um, you know, He's telling my buddy, you know, the guy's over there, you gotta go meet him. And my buddy chickens out. I'm like, well, I didn't come all the way up here for nothing. Right. And I yeah. got everything in a crown royal bag. I go over into this guy's white Durango. And I didn't even consider. I didn't even, you know, check out. And um he, give, he not, gives he gives me the bad. money, bro, on the spot. And so what I didn't hear is this guy tells him, I don't want to see any funny business. I don't want to have to shoot somebody. We don't have gun number one. You know what I mean? This guy's talking about shooting people. And so obviously these fine narcotics agents are on high High alert alert, at this point. And so they actually let me get back in the car. And this is like a little Honda Civic. You know yeah. what I mean? They've got a tractor trailer blocking the exit of the gas station up there. It's in McDonough, Georgia, which is mm-hmm. like. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. It's, it's built up now. Like yeah. Shaq lives there. Yeah. We're talking about like 1998, bro. I know like, what are talking I mean, about. This is a one-stop yeah. sign town, you yeah. know. And um, <clears throat> there's nowhere to go. So we try to hop the car, pop a tire. They pit maneuver us, yoke us out of the car. And, uh, I try to stuff the money into the seat and, and it's just happening so fast. And, and now, you know, we're in lockup and they're trying to get me to flip part of the thing that, that I didn't tell you about that home invasion is, um, in the 30 days that I was in there, that guy that they gave me the guns i brought them back to him i actually bought some drugs with what little money that i got from him and then went to bed right that guy ended up killing himself in that time oh that i was there God. and from that time from 18 to 42 last uh, two years ago year and a half right my mind told me that that guy killed himself because he couldn't trust you he thought you were going to roll on him so he thought the best thing to do was to kill himself from my entire life, uh, all through sobriety, that's what I believed. A lot of go, yep. So, anyways, oh. so uh, up there, get arrested, and not even that. So, they take me through booking, right? Mm-hmm. And I forgot that I had like a gram and a half of ice in my sock, <laughs> and I'm already in jail. Right? Yeah, he's got it. So, he's the, like, he's and I guy. know what that means, right? Yeah. And you so, got power. <laughs> yeah. So, what do you do, right? And then I get this little small guy, you know, doing the strip search, and I'm trying to figure what the heck do you do, and so, get down to boxes and socks, and um, I take the one sock off and I bury my thumb in there and I cuff it, right? Hand him the sock, right? Take the other saw, hand him the saw. And then he's like, okay, take your, take your boxes down. I pretend like I don't want him to see and I throw it in my mouth. I have no idea what I'm going to do at this point. So I'm naked now. And he's like, okay, open up your mouth, right? Show me open wide and I swallow the bag, dude. So, so a gram and a half of ice, like this is, it's, it it was crank and, and we purified it so yeah. it was like, you know, fine, you know, good yeah. quality. And so I have this bag of stuff in me and they they bring me, they, they trying to say, listen, you don't have to go to jail. Just go back to Florida, bring us somebody else, and you're good. But like my mind is telling me, dude, people already think you'll do this. Like, that's how you die in this game. You can't do that. So I'm like, nope, run it, you know. And so I go back and they put me in the in the jail cell. And and mind you, so I have this F1 conviction on on my record, right? Even though I didn't get convicted of it, I was arrested for it. So I have to go to A block. Okay. Right. And and so some of the things that I didn't tell you about the the annexes, I'm in there with this bank robber named Sky, robbed like 50 banks in the area, right? Uh this other guy named Marquis who Murdered a fourteen-year-old over over a dice game. Right? Oh, okay, and then this other white kid from Pine Hills, and the guy Sky is a tattoo artist. He's gonna love this, right? So, he's doing tattoos in this thing. Like we're in basically county. This isn't prison. This isn't <laughs> like I don't even know how you get into this stuff, right? <laughs> So this this kid from Pine Hills wants Soldier on his stomach, which is you know you probably want that if you're going to prison. You need yeah. some street cred, and um, <laughs> so Sky's, like, like, Sky like Sky Tupac he wants Soldier. <laughs> yep. So Sky's making the stencil and he tells him S O I L D E R and he's like, you're sure? And he's like, yes. And he tattoos soiled her on this guy's stomach. <laughs> Shut up, Shut yes, up. bro. Oh and now this kid's scarred, probably still in prison, like with this soiled soil there, bro. Oh. So, anyway, so that was, and, and, and it's I'm like the blind leading the blind. Yeah, and I'm experiencing like this is comedic relief in this thing where my life's over, but this is. Keeping me going. This is hilarious. You can't even write this stuff. You know, it was
1: funny. The girl I tattooed today, she was like, do you ever, like,
2: proofread the, the, the words? I was like, <laughs> no. no, you're responsible for it. <laughs> I, like, I draw. I don't read. <laughs> so so they bring me back, and now I got to go to A Block, which is the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's, you know, there's some pedophiles in there for protection, but the rest of them, you know, um, there was this guy Rahim, right? This guy was dating the young girl murdered her mom and had her in the trunk and was riding around him and his girl with her mom in the trunk dead bro like this guy was notorious in the area right like and 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 those kind of likes. this little kid ruckus he was like i don't even know if he was 17 years old was in there for god knows what like Again, I mean oh, his name
0: here. is Ruckus. Yeah. Oh,
2: I'm, Ruckus. I'm in Uncle here. Uncle Ruckus. Uncle I Ruckus from the boondock. Like, I don't belong here. Like what the heck is going on? You yeah. know what I mean? Um, and I've got this gram and a half of ice in me that I've forgotten about. Yeah. Right. And so and I'm up for like six days, right? Fresh in, I'm in a different state. I'm all jammed up. And and I can't sleep for six days. So I'm just going insane. And um, the only thing that kept me busy is I would, like, try to do some drawing, some writing, some mm. something, right? And um, so it comes and I actually start making friends, right? This kid, D, his parents were, like, church people. They brought me clothes because my idea was clearly these people have entrapped me, right? Okay. okay? I mean, you can't <laughs> The police. Yes. Clearly yes. <laughs> you've been you know entrapped. I mean? Now, now <laughs> rational thinking tells you I don't care what you sell to the police – If you're selling drugs to the cops, you're guilty. You've been, you're Mm -hmm. on video, blah, 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 blah. Nope. We're going to jury trial. Everybody tries to talk. I'm talking about other, you know, you got jailhouse lawyers in there that will tell you, you got a case every time. These guys are telling me, dude, you're an idiot. That's never going to happen. And I run it, dude. They give me a 10, a 10 year sentence to serve three. I tell them, nope, run the jury trial. And this kid, D's parents brought me clothes. I show up to court. It's the quickest trial on the planet. Closed, closed, and they end up giving me a fifteen-year sentence to serve seven. Right? Oh my god! And now I've been in this county jail, but because I was so jacked up, they're giving me medicine to try to level me out oh,
1: because of the babies.
2: Yeah. Oh. So they're, tra- you know, I'm telling them, I can't sleep. I can't sleep. Blah, blah, blah. so it's they like slow release. They've been, they've been <laughs> yeah. giving me you know i don't even know what to try to balance me out for 6 months now and and i show He's up that bag slow release yeah. for 6 months <laughs> so so i show oh up to to prison you go through diagnostics right that's where they decide where you're going to go ba and i find myself in that place bro real bars concrete and people are peeing throwing crap jerking off on the cops. Some like, of the crazy house? Dude, I'm um, I'm there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I have no idea why. Again, I don't belong. I know I'm not crazy. Like I'm an idiot um, for sure. Yeah. Oh, right. But not like,
1: crazy. Cause you just don't sleep. They're like, oh he's gotta be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Took
2: a little bit of time for me to convince them that, and and the, the the people told me like you're you're on antipsychotics. You're on mental health drugs. You're going to mental health prison. I'm like no I'm not. Yeah. right. And I was able to convince them and I ended up going to to regular camps. Right. But but those yo, people in the in the mental health
1: areas are they're like severely mental. Oh, like, yeah. I've seen like people or like kids. Like, I remember this one kid I was in there with, like he ended up like grabbing shit, like his poop, yeah. his own poop, yeah. and like like, he'd be, like – I'd be walking by in a cell and he's, like, throwing in his mouth, like, squishing it through his teeth and then all over the room.
2: Like, it's crazy. Like- oh, my. Nobody ever sleeps in that environment. <laughs> Somebody's always up there, always wailing. I'm not supposed to be here. Like, just the – like, I, like it could be haunting oh if you God. think about it, right? And yeah, crazy. And, and so, yeah. actually, you know, and like I say, so when, it's, when I say real bars and concrete, you know, a lot of jail cells are block walls yeah. and you have a door and you've yeah. got some like separation. Sure. Like right? You know? Not in these places. It's yeah. just a row of bars, bars in between. So, like, you can over. see your neighbors. You yeah. can see across. You see yeah. everything. You see everybody pooping and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So... The guy right across from me ended up actually trying to kill himself. He tried to hang himself while I was in for that short time that I was in that mental health part of the diagnostics place, right? And like, this is life now, right? You're not going to do this for the next 15 years. So know? at this point, you think
0: you're in for 15.
2: Well, it's to, so this is the thing, you know, these jail host lawyers prepare you for, okay, you got a 15 year to serve seven, Georgia State, you know, does about 20% of your time. You'll do two and a half years. Right? Okay. But still, that's a long run. I'm 21 years old. Yeah. Two and a half years is 10% of my life. Yeah. That seems like a life sentence. Yeah. You know, it's a long run. It's a long time. Not only like that, but anything can happen. in was two and a half Correct. years. Correct. Yeah. And so, and and use you the par <clears throat> environment. Well, and now this is what it leads to because I have that F1 felony, I go to level five camps only. Uh, There's no work okay. release. There's no, you don't even get a job. You and you're are, in Georgia at a level and five? And I'm in Georgia, right? And so it's 85% Georgia? black. Right. 96 yeah. percent recidivism rate. Most of these guys, it's not their first time. They yeah. just got out. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they're having welcome back parties for each other. <laughs> Man, you were just here 30 days ago. How <laughs> oh, the hell you catch another case and get back to, you know, like crazy uh, stuff? You know what's crazy? It's like um, <sighs>
1: every single time I got locked up, like whenever you see your old buddies from the last time you got locked up, it was like, what would you get in here for this time? You oh, know, it's God. like a reunion. You like, remember which town you
2: were in? What town I got, like what camps I was yeah, in. Yeah, what camp you were in? So I was in four or five different camps. Um, it's, it's, I can't really recall. I've tried to think about it. It's like the longer that I was in, the more clear it was. Like I have vivid memories of the last camp that I okay. was in, right? Yeah. And, and because it's like, um, you kind of know you're getting out, right? So you start to wake up to reality mm. before then. Like I remember my first camp, man. Uh, first day on the yard. They they don't even shut the place down. Some dude got stabbed to death in the yard. Just like we're coming in rolls, you know, fish coming in. Some dude just and and they just clean up the mess. Nothing stops. They don't lock down. It's not like the movies, right? They don't shut the place down. Like they just take the dead guy out, you know, and and business as usual. And I'm just <laughs> like, whoa, right? But then, you know, I start to come alive, start to eat, start to work out a little bit. And I've always loved to play basketball. And I'm out there trying to bang with these guys. And and they don't like the fact that I can play a little. And I got a mouth on me. So I'm constantly in and out of the hole. And I remember, like, it happened yesterday. This guy, probably not even my age right now, had already been in for 18 years. And he pulled me aside. He's like, dude, are you trying to die in here? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. You know, he's like, these kids had nothing to live for. Nothing There's nothing to lose. that they can do to them. Like they're yeah. here for good. And you're asking for it. They will not think twice about putting you out permanently, yeah. and, and I kind of woke up to that fact, like, this isn't a game, right? Yeah. And kind of switched up my M.O. and, and started Started looking at people like, they're serious. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, because- <laughs> People again, ain't we talk about imposter syndrome, like, these are real criminals, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I'm just an idiot who made some <laughs> bad decisions, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not a gangster by any stretch of the imagination. Wow. You know? And so I started to, to, to do more of my own thing, you know, not really- you know, having too many, you know, just staying out of it, right? Because it's all there. Whatever you want to get into is when in you there.
0: get in this long run, you're in this this camp situation. You're doing a couple of years in like higher level camps. Are you where are you at when it comes to like? Your mental state and your spiritual state at that point—is there anything clicking for you yet, or you're still just like...
2: So, so I'm so anti. I'm blaming.
0: Really? Yeah. So you're still so so narcissistic, so focused on yourself can't, that you're still blaming the world and everything, everybody
2: else. Yep, I wow. can't even see the fact that I'm still alive as an absolute miracle and, and, and can't be explained. <laughs> I mean, explained like a cat's got a thousand <laughs> lives,
0: yep. and, he, and, he, and he's yep. blaming the world mad. for taking some of them. Mad,
2: big mad. Oh wow! Yep. And, and that—that's like when so chip I chip on really, your shoulder, yeah. the whole deal. Yep, but I gotta kind of slide that chip because I know that chip will get me killed in here, yeah. right? So I kind of—but you
0: know your heart, and you know your still. Oh mad. yeah, everybody yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Problem. They're robbing yeah. me. You know what I mean? They're robbing. I'm I'm 21 years old. These are supposed to be the best years of my life. They're robbing me right now. Right. Right. The system, the cops, the j- everybody. Everybody's yep. against yep. shit. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so so I end up kind of hunkering down. I get, you know, moved to some better camps. I'm, I'm starting to read a lot of books. Um, I remember it was like my third camp. Um, I actually have the uh, opportunity to, to get a GED. I go in. I get the GED pretty easily, get recognized by the teacher. She asked me if I want to help out. I ended up actually encouraging some guys that, you know, to do it and saw them do it. It, it was a really cool experience. And you did it. No, I did it first. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it, yeah. Oh, yeah. I first. wasn't. Fe- <laughs> I wasn't secret sponsoring anybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, it was kind of cool because it gave me some purpose. It gave me, you know, I, I was. I was wondering I was how he,
1: where he got his vocabulary if he didn't go to school. Yeah. You know?
2: I was growing up in there you know and but but not really I still had this childish idea right and wrong or what I deserved or who I am (laughs) and um so I get to this final camp and this this was like this was like college for me you know Mm. what I mean this was like a party guys are in there rapping and singing and making drinks and you know all kind of like I'm starting to have a good time. We got sports teams. Um, one of the things about prison, I don't have any money coming in, right? I'm not, you know, if I was no ever, outside
0: support, right? Zero,
2: right? Yeah. I am destitute. You know, I got the little, you know, but I got a couple hustles, right? Found out a couple things. So in in the Georgia State Penitentiary part of a humiliation thing is they give you pants without pockets, no front pockets, no back pockets, they call them smooth booties. Mm-hmm. It's, if you have those on, you're getting made fun of, right? So on my mind, right, well, how do these guys have pockets, right? This is opportunity. I end up buying a spool of thread and a needle for $5 and train myself. I've not sewn anything in my life ever, right? train myself to to put these pockets and do it i'm talking about like it was legit like i had people from other blocks Sending their stuff over to me to get them done, and then I and then I would make. You started uh, your own upholstery business, <laughs> <a>, yeah. And, <laughs> and and then a clothing company. Yeah, dude, I pulse. had my yeah, own guild. <laughs> oh, people could tell that they were my pockets, like they were that official. And then I started making gym shorts out yo, of the
1: sweatshirts. Don't tell me you had the Lombardos.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. There was no. There was no signature. It was just the quality of work. But uh, yeah. but they knew they were like yo he, he got the Lombardos. Yeah on. yeah oh yeah. you got to go see Buddy over there you know yeah, what I mean yeah, they, yeah. so and, and they so were you're c-
0: making in shorts, you're showing mm-hmm. pockets. You're, yep. you're,
2: you're, you got your own clothing line. Yep. And so, <laughs> oh, so yeah. we come uh, in. This so, guy is unbelievable. So we got, we we got. They do championships in there. We had a yeah. softball, basketball, and volleyball team. Like I was on the teams, but not <laughs> really part of it. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But dude, like winning in there, and we're all geared up. Like all of this stuff is purely illegal. Nothing about it is okay in the system. And they're letting us just rock it out there. You know. Right. Um, it ended up being really cool. So. One of the things when I'm thinking, oh, what 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 are some cool stories about jail? There was this guy, Pope. He was 42 years old. I'm 44 right now, but I'm looking at him like this guy going to die soon. You know yeah. what I mean? He was ancient. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my um, gosh. And, and huge crackhead. Like, just admittedly, like, I've done nothing but smoke crack my whole life, you know. Right. And um, during this basketball season, you could tell he was a big guy, tall guy, athletic build, but rough shape yeah so this guy had come back to hell so well i watched this guy jump over another guy and slam dunk he hadn't slammed a ball in probably 20 years he yeah. said and the first time he slammed a basketball was literally jumping over another guy and and dropping it down like and i was yeah. just like wow this is and blood the place erupted and it was like just the craziest thing um and so you know people ask right because my experience with recovery is like I didn't know anything about it. Well, this was a six month program in this Johnson County, right? Right. Um, where they had to have been bringing meetings, and I just don't, you know, I don't know because I was anti, right? I yeah. didn't want. I saw the guys that were getting the Bibles and you know talking. I'm like, you're lying. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not a okay. thing. And so. And so I parole out. I know I can't parole out to Florida because all the dirt I've done. And I, I start having this relationship with my dad over the phone. He's going to allow me to parole out. And, you know, my parents got sober six months apart. They were, they were bad drunks. Yeah. And so I think I'm paroling out to my sober dad's house. Well, I get this, you know, ticket. I, I, Get on the bus. I'm in the Atlanta airport. I get on this plane and I jump in a wheelchair because I think it would be funny to surprise my dad. And my dad like almost falls over with shock because he thinks I'm paralyzed. He thinks that I got, you know, banged up in there. And so I jump out. And the reason that he was so surprised, he was drunk, right? Uh, He didn't – wasn't really – and I was just like, you know, and I'd spent a few years. It took me, you know. If I would have done 23 months on seven years, it took me 38 months to do the 23 months, Okay. you know, because I was getting in trouble and going in the hole and it just – and the out-of-state parole. So it took me a while, but – so I get out and – but I knew, right, that that I was in there because of the guy that I was and I was the guy that I was because of the stuff that I was doing while I went all this time not doing it, if I could just do that – I might be able to make a life out of this. Okay. And when my dad picked me up, all of that went out the window. Because he was, was drunk and was you were like, wow. Yeah. And he's like, you want to go to supper? And I was like, yep. And we got some food and got some drinks and it was great. On. Built in, you know, he's paying all the bills, got a nice car. Like we're just going to town. Oh my gosh. And so then, right now I'm on parole, right? How long? How long? How long? So and I so I got out I I went to jail uh October 31st 2000 okay. right I got out uh June 20th 2003 Okay and my max date is October 31st 2015 Oh my gosh you're going to be on parole for 10 years Yep So so oh. you do you do the 7 so I would have had like 4 or 5 years left right I some a crazy long time, yeah, right. And the problem is, right, when I told you I think that the world owes me that they robbed, that's the you way you the I wrong leave. attitude, bro. I am, yeah, you're, mad. you're a ticking time, yeah, 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 yeah. And I've got this lady parole officer that it told me straight to my face, I will have no problem sending you back to prison. Give me a reason, I'll do it today. And wow. and and dude, and, and I you're just ready to roll, and I can't stay clean almost immediately. I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm back to getting real high. I just found out about oxies. I'm I'd like dating a girl in New Hampshire. You know what I mean? I, I got out June 20th, 4th of July. We're up at Laconia at my aunt and uncle's place. I've got this girl that I picked up at Frederick's of Hollywood. Just... I absolutely just Frederick's right, right power. back at it, bro. Just like an absolute madman. You skip a beat. Not, no. e- not even considering, right? It's not just those 4 or 5 years on parole, it's the other 8 years behind it on probation, right? Yeah. Like yeah. you got a lot of time hanging over your head and I somehow have not been to jail since then. Not one time. You didn't get you didn't Not pe- one time. So not res- what happened? How did you st- I have no idea. So this <laughs> so so this this scar on my head okay i went to a, a baseball game i was dating this girl who worked at a law firm it was her friends from no work idea. right party i'm on parole not even supposed to be there and i'm drinking no nothing yeah. right um went to this club and i ended up getting bottled in the club don't even know what happened i'm sure i said the wrong thing to the wrong guy and, and he, he just smashed you And they they don't even, again, nothing stops. They usher you out the back door. They paid some guy the cab money. He brings me to the hospital, like plastic surgery in my face. And now I got to go back and see this parole officer with like 39 stitches in my face, right? (laughs) And I tell her, right, we were coming back from a Sox game. Somebody threw a Nest tea bottle out a window. One of the, you know, brownstones hit me in the head and I ended up going to the emergency room. And like, come on. This lady's a parole out. There's no way. But it flew. And she let it ride. And I am I pissed dirty a couple times. And, and like this same lady that told me she'll put me under the jail kept letting me slide. And then I I did kind of do well. She let me off a year early. Okay. Right? And so now it's on, on. Like I got nothing holding me back. Yeah. Um, I'm living out on my own. I'm starting to make good money. I've been in this company. Some parole officers company. are like
1: enablers.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I'm just, well, because they're annoyed, and then yeah, the yeah. caseload, and you're like annoyed. Yeah, it's more them. paperwork. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but at what point? Like, if you stayed I, I out the this. whole time since then, yeah. How many times? Did what you do pass? you? Yeah, what do you attribute it to? At what point did you have an awakening?
2: Not until well after I got sober. When,
0: but what what
2: precipitated you getting sober? I got brought to my knees with just trying to keep up the lifestyle that I was.
0: Really? Yeah. So you had your own like spiritual come to Jesus moment? Yeah, I just
2: needed help, and I knew it for once in my life.
0: And went to a meeting? You had,
2: some, you had a person in your life? No, nope, I went to treatment. So uh, I was dating this girl, and and you know, I I, had, I I had this job for ten years in this moving company, really good company, making okay. good money. End up losing the place. Moved in with my aunt and uncle. This is another one, right? July 4th weekend. So it starts in in June um, 2003, (laughs) July 4th, 2003. um, I'm at these people. Now, these people kind of raised me. I was their practice kid before they had my cousins. Okay. Right? So the party starts at their house in Laconia in 2003. Well, it ends July 4th, 2016. I got to their house probably December 2013. Saying, hey, lost our place. The landlord raised our rent 50%. I've been dating this girl for five, six years now. Telling them the sob story, hey, can we stay here for a little while? Yeah, No problem. Three and a half years later, they begging me not to be there when they get back from their vacation. And this girl's mom had just had... Her mitral valve burst in her heart, survived the 20% chance operation, and Erica was going to go back and help her. And I would tell you I was going to go help too, but I'm in so bad condition. Haven't worked in a long time. Just a mess. I'm on methadone, high-dose methadone. And so when I get to Philadelphia... Right. I'm trying to beat the system. I'm host dosing at the methadone clinic. I stop paying them. I run up a thousand dollar tab. They find out so I can't go there anymore. I'm I'm buying stuff on the streets down in Cheltenham and K A and just like the worst places, right? Yeah. Um and it's funny that the the guy that I was buying it from, this guy's name was Leaf. I don't know what his real name is, right? His girlfriend was Erica's they went to school together. And that's the chick that we called, right? When I got to that point where, dude, I need help. I've yeah, I've borrowed every dollar I can. I've tried this as I I just I'm in and out of emergency rooms. I'm i'm so sick i've never been this sick and i've i've kicked dope several times over this 26 year period done it in jail strapped down throw up vomit poop everything on me this was worse than any of that and uh you know she tells me about this place and i end up going and this guy comes in and 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 i worked with that guy and and it was just it was crazy dude it was like I was just done. I was done fighting. I was done trying to figure it out. And even then it took like, I'm still clearing up, right. I've been sure for almost seven years. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Uh, I'm still clearing up on what's the truth. Right. You know? (sighs) Um, and so, yeah, dude, would you,
0: okay, what would, okay, let's wrap it up with this. Then what do you, what would you say? Well, how would you describe your mental and spiritual state today? then?
2: so good i mean i i've had a yeah crazy good like um you know the the only thing um i just lost my mom in january wow if if you would have told me that was going to happen i told you i'll never make it through that you know i over the past five years i've been here in florida with her again through the thick of it right you know watching her go from when when she opened the door when i came here i didn't even recognize my own mother i had just seen her a year before wow um, and I hadn't seen her for 10 years before that. I made amends in 2017, 2018. I came to help her legitimately help her and, um, didn't even recognize her. And then for five years, we, we, I gave my mom her son back, right? I allowed her to be my mom. I learned how to be a son. I remember friend, when first all these met, things. Yeah, told me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: When we first went to coffee, you told yeah. me that whole story. Yeah. You're like, my time right now is to be a caretaker <clears throat> yep. and uh, honor my mother. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Being you know cooking the food cleaning like the messes dude and 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 i did you know it's beautiful. i'm a runner bro i run from anything bro the slightest hint of scary <laughs> see, yeah, or uncomfortable they say that's one of the toughest things to see through yeah being caretaker to a parent yeah and dude and 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 she went out like a champ man she she fought hard she had some really good times yeah it's really rough at the end but she went in a a flash i i remember this so um you know mentally and spiritually right you know i'm still judgmental as all get out i still don't trust god nearly as much as as i even know as possible right there's there's trusting god up to what you know as possible right right and i don't even get that yeah. most times right yeah. and then there's a whole limitless thing that's available in any spiritual right. literature that right. tells you undeniably there's yeah. so much more available yeah. to you right um She's at the end stages. We got hospice in there. I'm working out of home in this little dining room table and I just got this book, Love Dare, and it's on the desk. Yeah. And, uh, guy comes in. He smells like cigarettes, maybe old booze. He's really shaky. And I'm just, I'm judging him. Right. And he says something like, Oh, I read that book's great book, Save My Marriage. I'm thinking, cool right? Yeah. Help my mom. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? You got a job to do. And, uh, and she's at the end end. right? Yeah. She's taking liquid morphine and, and this guy's showing me He's like, you know, is she eating? Is she sleeping? He's like, I'm going to show you a trick. You got a shot glass. I'm like, I don't think so. Nobody drinks, but we find one. My stepdad's a mechanic. We got a snap on shot glass. Yeah. He's like, you take this pill, you know, lorazepam, and you put the liquid morphine on it and you squish it up and then you suck it back. And I'm thinking this guy has no idea who he's talking to. Yeah. Right? I, was squirting since I was 16, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, in the dark sometimes. And um and then I say, I tell my buddies, right, because I'm communicating. There's always something going on in my life, and I'm yeah. just getting in the habit of being honest about what's actually going on and how I feel and what I'm thinking. Yeah. And and things are really good, good as they've yeah. ever been, even though it looks like chaos around, right? And I say, I'm going to put my big book out there and see what he has to say about that book. I don't even get the chance, right? I guess I was on the phone while he was in the back with one of my buddies. And he came on. He's like, are you a friend of Bill W.? And I said, yeah. I'm thinking there's no way. He's like, I'm going to have 15 years in February. I'm like you got to be kidding me, right He tells me February eighth he's going to have fifteen years, so from that point, every time he comes over, we're talking, oh, I got this sponsee, da 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 and it, and it's just really cool and so my mom he came um I guess it would have been on uh a Wednesday, I believe I can't really recall I think that was the date that he came, and I said, "My mom's got this thing on her back. Can you take a look at it?" And he rolls her over and he's just like,." Oof. He's like, that that's a, a a Kennedy ulcer. That means that death is is coming. Like she's not gonna make it through the weekend. Yeah. Right. And he prepares me for it. She died that night. Wow. Right? And uh I remember I just got off of work and I'm exhausted, right? Everything is exhausting, right? Sure. I know my mom trying to keep it all together. And I go in my room and I just wanna relax, right? I don't and and my mom's in a hospital bed in the living room, like just outside my door, and she starts this death rattle and yeah. I'm like like I can't God, I I cannot do this. Like right. <laughs> I'm gonna run through the front door. Yeah. And and if it lasted ten seconds, it didn't last one. And it was like and then it was just silence, peace. And I just went up and I gave her a kiss on the forehead, and I told her I'm proud of her and I love her. Called the people and just kind what of went that? through it. And I was like, and then you look at that and like, you couldn't have convinced me that that was that I could do that. That you right? could even, yeah, 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 yeah. Like I'm not okay with any of this. At no point have I become okay with yeah. any of this. And I would have told you a somewhere year along prior you grew up that, along the way. Yeah, that, <laughs> that I've already given my my mom yeah. to God. Yeah. But I think it's like wishful thinking. Our book has a phrase like a boy whistling in the dark. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's, I'm saying this stuff, hoping that I believe it one yeah. day. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that's and, the day. And yeah. And, and that was really cool. So, you know, mentally, spiritually, most days, man, like, you know, I truly believe, right? You know, I am a believer. I have, you know, I accepted Jesus Christ into my life when I was 11, when I was doing church then. You know what yeah. I mean? There, there wasn't ever any doubt what the truth about that was yeah. right but i still had some old ideas about you know what i learned in catholicism before that and like how you were
0: running the whole yeah
2: and how could how could the guy years, you know so so recovery has given me the opportunity to have practical experience with that right like how you say like at any I'm, point did you ever ask, think let, of the let, divinity I'm, of this i'm
0: going to put it to you this way cuz I'm, I'm actually talking about this on sunday yeah. this is the way i'm worried on sunday mm-hmm. tell me if this like if it rings for you right And this is probably more information than you need, but we're doing this series. We're talking about the names of God. The first name for God that you see in the Old Testament is Elohim, right? It means like power. It means like creator God, like powerful God, but the idea of a deity that has all power, Mm -hmm. right? But the first name he gives himself is in uh, Exodus when he's speaking in the burning bush to Moses. He gives him the name Jehovah okay. or what's called Yahweh, right? Mm-hmm. And this means I am or I'm yeah. present with you. Like it's, it's the self-revealing God. I'm revealing myself to you, yeah. right? Because the person who writes Genesis is Moses, who has this experience mm-hmm. with this self-revealing God, which sets up this scene in Genesis where you go, okay, by Genesis chapter 2, we have the word, the, the name for God, Elohim, which is all powerful this this removed all powerful god mm-hmm. and then we have this jehovah his name is there too but that's the revealing personal god and then we have the name adonai which is like lord like a connected leader right and so i say to people all the time i have this conversation i'm saying this sunday i'm like i think a lot of people know god they 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 respect the idea of god maybe even know his name mm-hmm. But it takes a long time for some people to, to to develop a personal relationship with God, with a self-revealing God. Does that make sense? Like, a, like, a, like, where you're having conversations, you're walking with Him, you're learning something, you feel like you're being led. He becomes your Lord, your leader. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I just feel like maybe at eleven you knew God, yeah, right. right, right. But it the took all that shit thing, for sure to get yeah. to the point where you were like. Oh, this dude has seen me through, and I got a relationship. You know what I'm saying?
2: On the other hand, yeah. And that's what I mean about clearing up. Like, you know, seven years later, I'm still seeing, what, are you kidding me? Like, it took you till now to see that? And then, like, you know, never mind anything before that and anything after that, right? So you're having all this experience. There's no other explanation yeah, but for it. In a
0: weird way, I know this sounds crazy because you were self-sabotaging <laughs> yourself the whole time mm-hmm. with your own personal failings. But in a way, he's still meeting you in that moment. Like you're developing this relationship that you don't realize yet. That's being built on his mercy and his grace. But at some point, that clicks for you, yeah. and you start to like lean into that, and he becomes your lord. Like there's this progression. Right. Yeah, you're the perfect example. of This you just we should just tell your story Sunday and be like, okay, sermon over. <laughs> and
2: so and so that's why I love recovery so much because it took a kid with with some ideas of, of who God is, right? right. Like it, I wasn't that guy that was an atheist or didn't want to believe. Like I knew, yeah, you know. Yeah. And then you know they they have a process or we have a process in which you know. You, you develop your own conception, right? Like we don't tell you how to spell God, yeah. right? Which yeah. I, I really liked at that moment, right? Because right? because I was actually just at a retreat a couple of weeks ago and this guy was kind of hammering, okay. you know, JC. And yeah. I was just like, dude, if somebody did that to me, like you're getting hurt, yeah. you know, I'm getting yeah. violent. yeah. And so, you know, and my weak conception in the beginning was just like my boy, you know what I mean? Like somebody who will never give up on me, who will always be there, right? Yeah simple idea. And, and the guy was like, cool, let's go with that, yeah. right? We're going to start praying to that God, right? right? Not that that Catholic God, not even the Christian God. We're not, we're just setting that aside. We're not saying that's right. wrong, right? Yeah. We're going to set those We're aside leaving the religion Because clearly out. it didn't work yeah. for you, right? Mm-hmm. And we're going to start Harvest. throwing these prayers up to this guy. And what happens from that is this guy starts coming through,
1: right? <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, know? Yeah. you start yeah. to,
2: to, to yeah. have some things, right? You get the job, right? You start yeah. doing some things you didn't normally do. Just me getting sober alone, right, I had Definitely. to ask God for help for that. It's not the, possible. It's not, you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: The ideas of um, of thinking that I know who God is or what God's name is has kept me in bondage and kept me wrapped up in, in, in old ideas for so long. It wasn't until, like... um like after when I first came back after my relapse and I was like rambling on for like an hour in this car and then like at the end of it, I remember just saying like I don't even know what I said, but I, I, the one thing I did say was, Man, I don't know anything.
0: A <laughs> and great man. place to be in. And like then you, the most humble place of like I just give up.
1: And then he's like, That's the that's the most spiritual thing you said this whole hour. <laughs> <laughs> so so the
2: funny that's part true. of that, right, this yeah. is this is a perfect example. I'm not even sure if he'll remember this, right? Um this is how recovery works, right? He's having this experience rambling on, blah blah, 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 full of it, and finally comes to that point. But in that rambling, right, he was talking about one of his resentments and he said, you know, the, the book says we have to to master them. And I said, no, it doesn't. I remember that, yeah. He said, no, it doesn't. And, and yeah, I said, no, it doesn't. And he said, it absolutely does. He has to point to me in the book, right, that these resentments must be mastered, but how? Right? And I'm thinking... We can't wish them right? away yeah, more than, than alcohol. Than we alcohol so,
1: right? so I took it as, like, I I had to master these resentments, but it wasn't me having to master resentments. They just have to be mastered.
2: Right, right. And yeah. and so, but for me, like, I'm supposed to be the one in the condition to be helpful, right? right? This guy's just coming to a point of clarity, but he actually really helped me that day, right? Because I'm still that guy. I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm still yeah. trying to be the master, wow. right? It doesn't say that I need to master them, right? Yeah. They're being mastered, right? I'm just hanging on to them. So, you know, I and I just let go of them and he takes care of them. Wow. And what happens is... You know, I start to do some things that I don't normally do, right? That weren't I wasn't just about to do. That isn't even my idea. Like, you know, even being here tonight, right? Today was kind of a struggle, right? right. Um, schedules change. I had other things pulling me in different directions. And right up until the time I'm leaving work, I have no idea what I need to do. And I could never live my life that way. Right. I had to have a plan, however poor it was, right? I had to have one. Right. And today it's just like I don't know, dude. I don't know what I'm gonna do, right? I told him I don't don't know i'm gonna to have to tell you later yeah right but i tell him instead of just avoiding his text yeah. right i could never do that before if i can't uh, if i can't tell you i just avoid you
1: yeah right? he's talking about like you having a reschedule to come yeah at eight tonight yeah
2: <laughs> and i got this other commitment we just started from my home group at seven you know in goldenrod it's like you where can't do it, it all tonight? You know, yeah, it's Uh, seven o'clock today. And then we got this other meeting here at seven that I really wanted to be because my friends are there and I'm just being pulled and uh, I don't let it drive me crazy. Right. right. Truth is you can't do it all and you have no idea what you're going to do. You know, we, (sighs) we, we say a thing, do Friday things on Friday. Yeah. Right. And so, well, if you're at work at three o'clock on Friday, you should probably finish up the next couple hours, yeah. right? And that's what I did, right? I yeah. finished up the next couple hours and, you know, and then it just, I, I'm driving down the highway and I'm i am texting the guy, hey, listen, we're not able to get anybody up there. We're having a blah, 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 It's okay, you know? And, yeah. and all of a sudden, and I'm here and it's okay, right?
0: Dude, well, I'm glad you ended up here. Yeah. That was a crazy story. Good night. Crazy story. All right, guys, thanks for sharing That's as far as we can go. Love you, mean it.